Hello and welcome to another episode of the No Notes Podcast. My name is Morgan. I'm JD. And today we have two very special guests. Introduce yourselves. I'm Ellie. I'm Mariana. And why are you here today? Because I watched Barbie. Because yes. <laughs> I loved Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> that is all the qualifications we need today. And we're women. We, and we're women. And women. We are walking through the Barbie movie. We all watched it this weekend. We are ready to talk about it. Anything yep. else? Okay. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we laughed. We cried. Yes. All right. Opening question for this wonderful movie that we all got to experience. Did you feel the Kennergy? <laughs> Such an open. It's a loaded question. <laughs> As the man on the podcast, I'll speak first. Um, uh, yeah. I felt the Kennergy. Um, there was a lot more Ken content in the movie than I was expecting. There the was. the Kendom. Uh, we are going to be spoiling Barbie as yeah. well. Not probably not like super heavily, but we'll we'll kind of navigate. Super heavy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go watch the movie. Okay. We're going to yeah. spoil. Listen to this after you watch Barbie. But also, if you're listening, you probably did see Barbie because Barbie is going to make 160 million dollars at the box office this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, like. In terms of, how do you define Kennergy, Morgan? Um, that's a great question. I have no idea. No follow-up questions. <laughs> no follow-up. Yes or no, did you feel like Kennergy? Yes. And why? <laughs> Can I bring up one of my favorite jokes from the movie, even though it was inappropriate? Go for it. I think my favorite joke was in the very beginning where they were like, I'm going to beat you up so hard. And they just keep going back and forth. You can't beat yourself because moment. I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> Anyways, I think that brought the Kennergy for sure. The multiple Kens <laughs> really helped with the Kennergy. It yeah. was just so... Seeing all the different versions of Ken was just really funny. And Alan. Just really Yes! Alan. Alan. Had my, my heart. heart and soul. I know. I know. I Michael like, killed that. I loved... It. I, this is true for both Barbies and Kens. Like, the way that every individual actor brought so much different energy to their performance. Yes. Yet, like, the, the through line of, like dumb innocence was preserved yeah. in every Barbie and every Ken yeah. I thought was so well done mm-hmm. like every actor playing a Barbie or a Ken had like this like naivete or or like a little bit of like dimness in mm-hmm. their character but they were they were all still felt like their own unique dimension mm-hmm. of, of Barbie or Ken which I really yeah. enjoyed they were like dynamic himbos all yeah. of them, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> okay so let's go in. We all felt the Kinergy, it feels. What was your overall rating out of five stars? Shout out to Letterboxd. Go listen to our Letterboxd episode. And how was the theater experience? So theater experience and then overall movie rating. I give it... I think I started off with a five. I've jumped it down to 4.5. Okay. Um, how long did it take you to go from the 5 to the 4.5? The realization? Uh, less than 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there were just parts of it that I was like... Mm, eh, eh. Like, it was... Some parts of it were rushed, like we were talking about. I didn't like how she was just like, we should make... This is a spoiler, but we should make an ordinary Barbie. Because that's like... I don't know. I have grievances there. But... I think the movie theater experience was really great. Everyone was wearing pink. Mm-hmm. It was so it was so packed. I don't know how packed you guys' theater was. Super packed. Mm-hmm. But there were so many people there, and everyone was there to watch Barbie and they were in their little outfits, and people were taking pictures. It was really cute. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Felt united in the theater. Mm-hmm. I would also give it a four point five. Um, there was like a specific moment in the movie that kind of killed the five star rating for me. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it was when Barbie was having her big breakdown moment and it was mm. supposed to be this huge moment and then they li- they like just completely shattered the fourth wall and was like, Murder. if you're trying to do this, you shouldn't cast Margot Robbie. I hated You that. didn't like that? I so hated it. I've heard two opinions on this. People don't like it because the whole point of the film is like, Every woman feels, feels this way. way. Yeah. yeah, like just because you're Margot Robbie, doesn't right, mean, doesn't yeah. mean you've never felt like you're not pretty enough. Yeah, and like saying that point kind of makes fun of women who are like objectively pretty. Right. Margot Robbie for yeah. feeling bad, and then some people love it because they're like, when I was watching this scene, I was literally laughing because I was like, no way, Margot Robbie's trying to make this point, and so some people are like. She did it because it's like a little true and it's funny, and yeah. some people are like it kind of ruins the moment because like you can still feel that way even yeah. if you're Margot Robbie. Yeah, it so, just <laughs> it just took me out of the movie. Yeah, it yeah. was like That's oh, fair. this is real life again. This isn't like I wasn't immersed anymore. And then I was so busy thinking about the fact that it's Margot Robbie that I started to miss the whole point of why mm. she was crying, and I hated yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the only thing that ticked it down for me. But like in terms of the movie experience, it was just incredible. I mean, like I I didn't wear pink, and I wish that I had. You um, didn't. No, because I was like, nobody else is gonna dress up. I don't want to be the I only put a Barbie one. Barbie tattoo on his arm. Oh, you did. Yeah. <laughs> you did. Mariana so. drew a little Barbie logo with pink and white eyeliner on my yeah, arm. Yeah, it's sparkles, and it was amazing. There were sparkles, and it was amazing. It looked so good. It looked just it like was. the Barbie logo. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I did I did regret not going all out like some other people did, but I was super stoked that other people did. I like also that's so fun. not going all out. Yeah. I like kind of went out. I like wore like my pink top, like my pink mm-hmm. belt, and then my shoes had pink in them and they did his little Barbie logo. But I yeah. wish I would have gone more all out. Yeah. It was so fun. It was like a whole event. It was great. Yeah. 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 I feel like and this is might sound a little stupid, but I don't think there's been a cinematic event like this since Avengers Endgame. Like, I agree. <laughs> top, like, Top Gun Maverick was a huge hit. Avatar, The Way of Water was a huge hit. But nothing has felt like an event that you have to be there for like Barbie has. Mm-hmm. Like, not only was our theater completely packed, Mara and I saw it together, and I had a little Barbie logo on my arm. Everyone who was there, pretty much, was wearing some kind of pink. A lot of people were really decked out. People were laughing. People were excited the whole time. There was so much energy in the theater lobby. Mm-hmm. Like, we had to park way at the end of the theater and mm-hmm. walk. Mm-hmm. It, it was in the rain. In the rain. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a packed house. And I haven't had a packed house theater experience like that, I think, probably since Avengers Endgame. It was just a huge event. It was so much fun. And the movie itself was also really good. I would give it a 4 out of 5. I really enjoyed it. There were like a few things, a few plot elements I felt were kind of rushed. Some things were skipped over, especially the second act in the real world. Everything in the real world didn't land very much for me. Mm. When they were in Barbie land at the beginning and end, I thought that was when the movie was really firing. And like Will Ferrell stuff also, I didn't love. But overall, four out of five. I I, I had a great time. I think that the movie made its point in a really fun, compelling way. Uh, Also the extended... I'm just Ken song into fight sequence into dance sequence yeah. was probably my favorite moment from a movie so far this year. <laughs> it was it so was great. I'm like thinking too, because the last time people dressed up for the movies was the Minions movie. That's true. <laughs> and guys were wearing like full like three piece yeah. suits, but that was more so for like the meme and so they could get like, I don't know, viral content. But this was like, because genuinely people wanted to dress yeah. up for it. So it was a little different, but it was... That's the last time people put in that kind of effort for a movie. You don't, you just don't see it very much anymore. Yeah. Like in even the 2000s, 2010s, you saw it a lot more for stuff like this. Like you for know, Harry Twilight Potter. and Harry Potter, I think. Yeah. Both. Dressed up. yeah, and a little bit for Spider Man No Way Home. There were a few people who, I, when I My saw brother. that, that were dressed up in like Spider Man 
you know, costumes. My but, brother went decked out in Spider-Man stuff. You know, it's it's fewer and more far between. But I also just, for whatever reason, the energy at Barbie was was like really like special. There's women. There's women. I did give it a three and a half out of five. Um, I thought about it for one night and was like, yeah, I didn't like it that much. Like right when it ended, it was like five stars. And yeah. then the next morning, I was like, mm. um, I think it. The story is very back and forth, and it like is not pushed enough to be so back and forth and it drags in a lot of places and I didn't love a lot of the dialogue which might be controversial Mm. but um I did really like it and it was really funny and it was one of the best theater experiences I've had in forever I was like running in I did wear pink (laughs) (laughs) I was running in in the rain and there were like five guys outside in full suits like yelling about Oppenheimer (laughs) and then I like got in the theater and I opened the door and like everyone was in pink and I was like Barbie clearly won this one. <laughs> yeah. so we didn't see anyone in suits. I don't think. No, the but it's I did look like theater. it was a Barbie yeah. heavy theater. Yeah, the sure. Barbie showing was completely sold out mm-hmm. that we went to, and but also the Oppenheimer, Mission Impossible, and Sound of Freedom showings were all also almost sold out. It was just a huge weekend to be at the movie theater, oh, yeah. which was so fun. <laughs> so let's get into the story. Let's start with overall story. So like, do you think that it? made the point it wanted to make and do you think it took itself too seriously you think it didn't take itself serious enough who was its target audience did it hit that target audience we kind of talked Um, about target audience because afterwards you were like less enthusiastic about it than i was and i was like well you weren't the target audience anyways like (laughs) all defensive but you weren't (laughs) yeah you're right like the movie as we left the theater i was like i didn't love it and it sat well with me yeah. Um, because as we were watching like the individual pieces, I, it felt really disjointed. It felt kind of yeah. uncertain of itself in a lot of ways. I think it kind of got maybe a little bit screwed over by editing because it yeah. probably had a lot of studio mandated stuff put in it or taken out of it. And so like they don't say America for our character's name, which which bothered me. <laughs> so I was like, like yeah. even with the studio, I was looking on Twitter in the scene where Barbie sees the older woman sitting down and mm-hmm. she looks at her and she's like, you're beautiful. And she says, I know that was the studio had requested to take that scene out. Yeah. And I saw that Greta Gerwig was like, that's literally the whole point of yeah. the movie. Like, why, what do you mean take that out? So I am interested to see what her original vision was, because the studio wanted to take out a scene as critical as that one. It's like, what else did they yeah. do? And I yeah. told someone this morning, I was like, I do feel like the target audience was from, like, tween girls to, like, just women in general. Yeah. Yeah. And Not so like, I feel like I was a part of the, the target audience, yeah. but I was telling someone, I was like, I cried like three times Me watching too. it. And they were like, how did you cry three times watching it but not love it? And I was like, because I cried because I connected to it, mm-hmm. not because the story was making me cry, but mm-hmm. because I was like yeah. seeing something that I was like, oh, like I have felt I know this before. This. Yeah. Right. And that made me cry. But the mm-hmm. overall story wasn't like pushing Moving. those yeah forward it was like a scene where i was like that scene was incredible Mm -hmm. but in the full story it was not as great as it could have been Mm -hmm. and like the thing i think the scene that made a lot of people cry that didn't make me cry was when america Ferrera was having her little like they want you, like, women to do oh, this and yeah. that. And it didn't yeah. make me cry because that's the so Like, that's... It I felt overdone, in my opinion. Like, that, I, we know that. Yes, <laughs> that was what I was thinking. Like, I rolled my eyes at it because yeah. that's such a basic level feminism. Yeah. It felt like a Facebook post. <laughs> yes. Literally, like, yeah. Like, your moms wrote that, you know? Right. And, like, not that it wasn't true. They want you true. to be seen, but not how... Like, it's... Yes. yes we know this. And yeah. I think that's, like, 
I don't know then I don't know who the audience really was because women know this women yeah. have right. lived this for years so who are they telling this to if we already know this mm-hmm. I don't know if it was like an encouragement or like a reminder of like yeah you shouldn't feel suppressed by society mm. it's like yeah we know that we shouldn't feel this way yeah. so I don't know who the audience really was if that's like a point like, they're trying to I make I feel like a lot of the dialogue was like that where it was a little too obvious mm-hmm. and it wasn't hitting the points it needed to it was hitting points that mm-hmm. were true but yeah. not like it was missing the level of like deepening mm-hmm. of the it, was it wasn't as sophisticated as Greta Gerwig's previous yeah. movies are which like also like it's Barbie that. and it's made for children so maybe she didn't want it to be and that's completely mm-hmm. fair like yeah. it still worked in like almost every scene that they had some big like moment yeah. I don't know I kind of am in the middle because I, I think the target audience could be everyone. Mm-hmm. I, women for, I feel this and I relate to this, and men for, like, wow, is this really what it's like? Mm-hmm. Like, in a movie caricature kind of way. Mm-hmm. Like, that's eye-opening, you know, to see somebody else's experience expressed that way. And mm-hmm. so I hope that men watch it and yeah. have good feelings about it. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, I think the movie, as a man... <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I did really like it. I think the movie does poke a lot of fun at male stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And there was even one of the ones where Mariana like, pointed at me during one of the... Like, yeah. <laughs> um, she's like, you do that. I was like, cool. Poking fun about like a guy trying to explain a movie to his yes. girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. She was like, because I'm a big movie fan. We watch a lot of movies. And I get really excited about movies. Sometimes I will explain, <laughs> explain movies that you don't need me to explain to you. And you were like, you do that. I was like, yeah, I do. But also I was like, I think the movie just like pokes like good-natured fun at men and mm. stereotypes about men yeah and i don't know i think it would be kind of silly to be offended about because it doesn't, it doesn't feel so mean-spirited over exaggerated exactly like no one actually acts like well, no well maybe <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm but, <laughs> like if i actually acted like that with you i don't think we would be dating no we wouldn't uh, <laughs> because because it is it's ridiculous yeah so i think it's it's good-natured poking fun at men and so I hope that they wouldn't be offended by it and they would be able yeah. to see like this is just you know a movie like it's, it's written by a man and a woman directed by a woman just kind of like yeah. taking jabs male <laughs> stereotypes yeah as for how the movie though I communicated its story I think again there were a lot of really jumbled things in the way the story is actually executed yeah. but the overall theme and message that I think Greta Gerwig wanted to convey was conveyed very well I think most especially in the scenes with Barbie and the maker of Barbie, Ruth. Those were really good. Yeah. Those were great. I thought the actress who played Ruth was really phenomenal. Mm-hmm. She only got like three scenes, but yeah. it's <laughs> Carla from Cheers. You guys ever watch Cheers? No. It's like an old, it's an older sitcom from the 70s and 80s. And she was one of the leads on that show. And I watched it several years ago. I loved it. And it was so cool to see like this, you know, really famous comedic actress from the 70s, 80s, 90s, get such a big role in a movie in the 2020s. But that was also like a smart bit of casting. And I thought those scenes, you know, like, you know, like being a woman is hard, but like here's all the things women can be. And like the way they conveyed those scenes. I think those were the heart of the movie to to me. Yeah. Um, You mentioned like favorite moments in the movie. And I think probably my favorite moment was when... Like you said, when Barbie was sitting on the bench and the older woman was sitting over there and she had this moment where it was just like... And the, the contrast between like Barbie land and real life 
where like in Barbie land, it literally looks like they're in a cartoon. And then it's like so, like you don't even realize until you get to the real life how stark the contrast is. It's like, yeah. oh wait, this is like so a real dull. movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, so when the she's- The use of color in the Barbie yes, land was so clever. It's so good. Um, so when she's like in real life and she's sitting on that bench and it's just this montage of like life mm. as humans and like it showed like a guy upset on like the sidewalk and it showed like little kids playing together and stuff like that like it it was like hope core yeah, <laughs> like it, it made me feel like happy to be a person and to like have the privilege of experiencing such diverse emotions you know it was, I to be able really to grow neat. old because yeah. like even when Kate McKinnon's like weird Barbie she's like look at your right leg do you have cell- cellulite and right like, no, <laughs> no it's the worst thing ever it's like what a privilege it is to grow old right like an experienced life that's not a bad thing that we get wrinkles and our hair gets gray and we get cellulite like it's a privilege <laughs> to grow old and it is beautiful to have mm-hmm. so many years of life behind you and her, the old woman acknowledging that is like so kind like not kind i don't know it's yeah sweet like her saying she's like, yeah, I, know. I know yeah and not like, having to say thank you mm-hmm. like it like you said like we know these things like mm-hmm. we you know it doesn't need to be it's appreciated but not like super beat in our head of like i can be skinny but i have to be out there and all that stuff like it's the same thing like she knows she's beautiful but she appreciates it you know so i do think one of my favorite like contrasts between when barbie land was ran by the barbies and then what kendom was the kids was whenever uh they were accepting their awards and in barbie land in the beginning they're like you win the Nobel Prize, and she's like, "I know, I, know. I like, I, uh, I deserve this." And it was like all these like affirmations, and then afterwards, um, someone like got a prize, and they were like, yeah. "I just want to thank Ken." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't have done it without it, like on my right. own. And yeah. I thought that was really funny and clever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite scene now because of what I read on Twitter is that so you know the scene near the end when she's talking to Ruth, and it's like mm-hmm. all these. Scenes of like kids and like moms and just like these clips. Yeah. Those are videos from the cast uh, that they submitted of their family. I thought they were so weird. I was like, some of like, why is this in here? Yeah, right? it was cast and crew. Too. It was cast and crew that submitted yeah. videos That's of awesome. their mothers, their sisters, like friends That's and cute. family. And I'm like, that is so sweet. So I think because of that, that made it my favorite because it was like significant as well. Because she's just seeing the beauty there is to life. Like it is mm-hmm. difficult. But there's a lot of beauty to it, and I think that made it my favorite because it was so real. Like mm-hmm. those are real people's family members and like yeah. lives, and I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also loved um, you brought it up the the fight, the war yeah. leading up to oh, it, God. the um, the around the beach at the fire pits, it's like, like so being sung out. at. I was like, wow, <laughs> yes. I've never connected more to a scene in my life. <laughs> <laughs> But that, like, leading into the insane war and, like, the corporate, like, Will Ferrells just, yeah. like, marching through it in their full black suits. I was like, that I got the- shot. Yeah. There are no guns in Barbie Land. He's, like, bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so good. funny. And then it broke out in a dance, and then yeah. it maybe lasted a little too long, but it was yeah. so funny. It was I, so I funny. was just, like, I, I was, I could not You literally myself. could not <laughs> sit up straight. I, all, like, almost fully flat on his thing. Like, he was not hit so Funny, I just could yeah. not contain myself from laughing. Like the the song, it's just exactly like my sense of humor. Like <laughs> the song was so silly, and then 
going into like the fight scene like the fact the way they're all the way every actor was playing it was so yes, funny yeah. the, the fact that they're taking it so seriously yeah. and then it transitions into the dance number everything it's like that's just exactly my sense of humor I yeah. think I would Can sum it up <laughs> um, anywhere else I'd be a 10 <laughs> the lyrics of that song are so silly too where I see um, love she sees a friend it's, it's it, deep it's deep it's, it's silly it's just like yeah. it's just goofy and yeah um, also uh the scene with America Ferrera's white husband practicing. Oh, yeah. That was the <laughs> funniest so thing ever. And it was right after they, she Barbie gets caught by the corporate men. And uh, she's like, well, what about Ken? And they're like, Ken's not something we're worried, worried about, about ever. Yeah. And then like 15 minutes later, the daughter goes, like, what about, what about dad? And she's like, we're not worried about dad. And it cuts to him like, on a couch practicing Duolingo. And I was like, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> They, like, I, practicing his Spanish. If you're practicing his Spanish, yeah, for America, for like I like like the little Duolingo ding. It's it like, was so. Good. It was. That's. Really I think good. that's the most like directly I've ever felt. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, that's exactly my life. Um, There's so many good scenes. I want to talk. About. I just want to go through the whole. I've, I've been explaining it to my husband because he didn't go watch it because he was busy. But I was like. Uh, in this scene, and I've like explained the entire yeah. movie to him because I'm like, they're all so good, they're all so unique. So like, you feel like you loved every scene you're saying, yeah. but you feel like overall the movie you're still kind of like 3.5 on. Well, yeah. why do you think that is? I don't know. I think the characters were a little flat, which like mm-hmm. obviously they literally are, like they're <laughs> Barbie and Ken. Like yeah. they're very much literally in a box in a lot of ways. Um, and I think with that, it's like Barbie was coming to this realization. Like it, it was a coming of age story in mm-hmm. some way where Barbie was perfect. And then she started thinking about death and like see, seeing what the world is actually like and just coming out of like being conscious of mm-hmm. herself. And Greta Gerwig does it amazing in every single one of her films. And Barbie like did it in Barbie land and then she did it in the real world. And then she like came to that same realization so many times that I was like, we get it at this Mm -hmm. point. And then the ending scene was like, it felt like so long of her just talking about coming to that realization, which I wasn't against and I didn't like it, but I think a lot of it all together was just too much of the same thing Mm -hmm. with not a lot of plot really happening. Because yeah, when true. when your whole entire plot that you build up of like they have to take back the kingdom to the Barbies mm-hmm. is ended with just like a stupid line of like, oh, weren't we supposed to change the constitution? And then it's like, yay, they won. Yeah, yeah. It was just a very arbitrary mm-hmm. plot device to get to the end of the movie. So I think as a whole it didn't work. But in the individual scenes where everyone was like mm-hmm. coming to these realizations in different ways and different parts, like every single one of those like were really great on their own. Yeah. And then all together, it felt like, okay. Each individual part is great, but as a whole, it's like, doesn't really fit together as yeah. much. Yeah, I feel like. yeah. I did want to say, like, this is just kind of a trope thing, but I think, um, I think the whole concept of, like, Gen Z being so insufferable is kind of <laughs> so overdone. So and I'm also, like, I'm Gen Z, so maybe I'm just taking it personal. Yeah. But also, like... I don't think I've ever met a person personally in my life that is just that insufferable. I think I said <laughs> as, that. as the daughter. As the daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I said it's like there's no 13 or 14 year old that acts like that. But, but it's right. just it's a, it's over exaggerated yeah. as the men were. 
right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. That's it was like, true, yeah. Greta Gerwig is a, you know, a 40-something woman, mm-hmm. and so it's like everyone who wasn't a 40-something woman in the movie yes. was kind of an exaggerated stereotype. Yeah. Like, like, Will Ferrell was also a really exaggerated stereotype. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone got to play very broad in the movie, except mm-hmm. for really Margot Robbie, who's mm-hmm. the only one who got to give a really nuanced performance. Yeah. She's the only one who really needed to in the story as well. And America Ferreira, I think, got to give a pretty nuanced performance. Another thing that I think was on the nose, but I thought it was really funny, was that, like, you go into the the CEO and it's just all these men in suits. Like, I know it's so on the nose, but I thought that was really funny. And them wearing, like, the pink ties. And they're like, we're built by women, but it's just all men. <laughs> so where's the woman? Probably the all white women. He's like, well, we had one in the 80s. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he was like, I am, um, I'm the son of a mother. Yeah. <laughs> like, I am the, the nephew of a cool aunt. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Will Ferrell's monologue about why he supports women was, was very silly. Right. All of them running to find, they were like, just pick a direction and run to find the skates to get to Barbie land. And then them all yeah. being on like the bike that they showed like seven times, but like yeah, all of them. It was, was really so, good. that one was funny. He was like, we're yeah. doing this for the dreams of little girls in the least, least creepy way possible. <laughs> <laughs> and the scene where they're all running through the cubicles and yeah. <laughs> Margot Robbie and Will Ferrell run into each other and just scream and hook past so each other. Weird. And then Will Ferrell has like great. a little, ah, like reaction and then he runs back. I think Will Ferrell did great in his like, uh, action, not like, literal actions like his movements were really good Mm -hmm. but his acting was a little like yeah tab terrible (laughs) so who who do you guys feel like gave the best acting performance who were like your favorite performances i do think a lot of the jokes that i saw from ryan gosling i it saw in the trailer it was like i'm gonna hate this like it's so cringy it's not working but in the movie i laughed at every single one like it it worked a lot better in the setting and i think he did kill the Mm. comedy aspect Mm -hmm. of it but i think what killed me with ken was the end scene when they're in Barbie's house and they're upstairs and he's laying on the um, bed and he's like all sad right. that they lost and he was like, ah, oh, the patriarchy wasn't even about horses. And <laughs> <laughs> that was good, yeah. Like there's good comedy lines, but the moment it gets serious and she's like, you need to find out like who Ken is. The dialogue in that was just so bad. Like yeah. I know it was supposed to be simple, but it was too much yeah. for how far along they were yeah. in the movie. That's where funny. he was like, I'm... Ken. Yeah. And I am Kenuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, funny. I don't know. Part of it was funny, but I think it could have had more. And yeah. I think, like, him, he was, I don't know. I didn't love that scene. I, I, think, I yeah. think, I think, sorry, I think there was a moment where he was going down the slide and he said something like, Ken is me. Like, I, yeah. exactly what you're saying. And the lady next to me was like, mm. And I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, what does that mean? So I'm so with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 12 and this is deep. (laughs) (laughs) They had like such an opportunity to go deeper with why Ken felt like he had to do with it. Because it was obviously because other men were pressuring him to live up to a certain way. He was like doing it for other Kens. Mm -hmm. And they had such a chance to tap into like why he thought that. Like why am I feeling threatened by this? Or they had a, a chance to like at least... Service level hit that the same way they service level hit feminism. Yeah. Um, and he didn't. didn't. Get, he didn't get the arc that every other character got. Yeah. He, yeah. like, he came to the realization that Barbie did, like, in the first 20 minutes, like, in the last two minutes of the movie, yeah. and then we never got to see, like... Yes. I, I wish... This was, like, one of my biggest grievances with the movie, is, like, I wish that they did more of a 
and I know that it was for women, but more of an emphasis on the fact that patriarchy hurts everyone. It doesn't only hurt women. And like, I would, because at the end it's like, okay, like I wish they emphasized, is that a word? More, um, that Barbie land can be Barbie and Ken together, the men and the women together. It's more of like, this was Barbie land and this was kingdom. And it's like, oh, the movie's over. Like, I want to see it together. I want to see y'all working together. You saw when the Barbies were running everything and the Kins were a little more marginalized, the effect that that had on them. And And then the Kins tried to take back over. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like, in a system where, like, one gender or one group has all the power, it's bad for everybody. Yeah. And And I think the movie showed that pretty well. The the real world, like, was supposed to have that ending where, like, Mm. she... The whole reason that you put up with them going to the real world for so long was she was gonna go help this little girl Mm -hmm. because this little girl was struggling and she needed her barbie and like they were both going through the same realizations and then you get to the real world and the mom and the daughter come back and they fix barbie land but then it's like all right have fun at your office job i guess i mean the ordinary barbie kind of counts but like it wasn't really a solution yeah it was just it was like everything's exactly how it was because when we started. It was like, also, but now their relationship is a little yeah, bit better. Like the mother yeah, and daughter. True. But also like back to ordinary Barbie because I still like that but, bothered me so much because ordinary Barbie is like they're talking about like the grievances of being a woman, like the difficult in the difficulties. But that's not just the ordinary Barbie. Like Doctor Barbie feels that. Yes. Astronaut Barbie feels yeah. that. President Barbie feels that. Why do we have to give one Barbie? Just being sad. They're all ordinary. Depressed. <laughs> They're all ordinary. Like yeah. it's I don't know. And it felt like <laughs> the point they were trying to make was like, oh, you get this big moment where it's like, oh, it was your memories, it wasn't your daughter's memories. Mm. Like you're the mm. one having to deal mm. with like this reality of like you're getting old and your mm. daughter isn't your like baby girl anymore. Like yeah. she doesn't want to hang out with you anymore. And like it was the mom dealing with these things, and I felt like the mom was more like trying to just come to terms with herself and then mm. they made it all about the relationship between the mom and the daughter and yeah. I was like man I would like see her. her yes that's very and, true yeah. Yeah. yeah America Ferrera is a very good actress and I feel like mm. she didn't really get to play a whole lot of layers beyond mother-daughter stuff yeah mm-hmm. I think you're right which, which is, is funny because that's the whole thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was so limiting like obviously moms are moms but they're also women outside of that right they can be a person that's like describe something else out of a mother yeah. and they kind of just like mm. resorted to that with America's character they're like ah she's a mom at the end of the day don't <laughs> right. forget that right, right. alright so like they were trying to service every kind of woman by having America for be the mom woman and then yeah. like the working mom that's what they did yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's talk about production design the outfits the yeah. settings the locations like it was amazing. incredible. Ten out of oh ten. Gosh. I don't know anyone on this planet who would disagree with that statement. It was so good. If they don't get an Oscar for like design and like out, yeah. oh my gosh, wardrobe, like, makeup, set design, costumes, makeup. I feel like all those Oscars are locked up by Barbie now. Oh. That all of that and even like the lighting, everything yeah. in the Barbie world was so perfect. Yeah, it was. the visual effects, the CGI, yeah. it was every really single good. thing was so funny. We're like. They weren't trying so hard to make it real because they didn't need to. So they got to do so much insane stuff with like it. And sparkles it, like, when he would push his hair back. Oh my yeah. God. So good. Or when the car would flip. And then they landed and there was the a The pink dust. You know, it was very cartoony. I love when they had the like cannon flying. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, they had um, the Dua Lipa as a mermaid. Yeah. yeah. John Cena like, so pulled up at the end. I was yes. like, oh, what? <laughs> Why is he here? <laughs> 
Um, I should see a mermaid. <laughs> He's so funny. He's no, a Ken maid. Oh, a Ken uh, question. Was that actually Ryan Gosling's physique? Yes. Or was oh, it? I, I could not. So, yeah. I could, for some reason. It was, was probably like, spray tanned a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is that real? Did he get, like, really ripped for this movie? I could, he's um, been ripped, I think. Really? Yeah. If you look yeah. at him in the notebook, he's like, dude, that was a long time ago. He was giving, um, like, yeah. Brad Pitt in Fight Club vibes with mm. all of his outfits where they were like yes. open, all open in the 90s. Like, yes. I felt like the mink coat. It was yes. so funny. It was so good. Yeah. The uh, the fanny pack that was like Metallica, but it said yes. Ken on it. <laughs> <laughs> I want that so bad. <laughs> all of every Barbie dream house, everything in the Barbie world, the set was so like fun and funny and detailed but also like it looked plastic in a way mm. that didn't look bad yeah all of the costumes especially like when like you got cheap, to the yeah. can, it wasn't cheap you're right like you could tell that they spent money to make it look really good mm-hmm. while also being a, a plastic world mm-hmm. and then when they were in the real world and it was a little more cgi like you could really tell like the boardroom scene was on a green screen yeah. that was the only yeah. time where i was like you could tell they were kind of stretching a little bit I also thought it was cut. I thought it was silly. They had the big Warner Brothers building in the back. Yeah. And then like on one side they had like just giant mountains that do not exist in California. <laughs> and on the other side it's it like was like Hollywood side yeah, of the Barbie. Like, but it like it very much was saying something about like capitalism as well yeah. and what it plays in it. And like that was kind of the point made of the, the comment world. of like going from the world of plastics to the world of plastics at the yes. end, like from her going from Barbie Land to LA. Yeah. It's like yeah. wow. Well. Yeah, it was a little <laughs> Helen Mirren narrator said yeah. that, right? Mm-hmm. And then her hair. I liked how they did her hair because it was like, you know, so it's like perfect at the beginning. She yeah. wakes up, her hair is perfect, her makeup is perfect. And as she There's goes the Lizzo along, song about how the Lizzo it song is. about how perfect it is. I thought it was funny. She said, Keg, death. That was like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But like her hair progressively gets less and less done throughout yeah. the movie. Like her curls start falling out, her mm-hmm. blowout's less like intense, and it's like just flat and straight and sad, which yeah. straight hair is not flat or sad. Um, <laughs> but like, they just noticed, like, it was so perfect at the beginning. All the way, it's just, like, what people actually look yeah. like. Your hair doesn't actually look like that. And I thought it was a good choice on the makeup team to just, like, yes. have her hair not be perfect. The moment where, um, I don't remember the actress's name, but she plays the weird Barbie. Yeah. Kate where, McKinnon. Yeah, where Kate McKinnon is talking to her. Um, and it's, like, that big scene and she's crying and all this stuff. I Like, I just looked at her face and I was like, it was one of those things. Because, you know, they're like, oh, no makeup, makeup. Mm-hmm. But it's still makeup. I feel like they did that really well. I feel like she genuinely looked like she didn't have much makeup on, you know? <laughs> and I liked that. It wasn't like, oh, I'm crying, but my mascara is waterproof, you know? <laughs> so, like. They took, I looked at Margot Robbie's lashes. I was like, I need to see her mascara smear. She wasn't wearing any. And I was like, yeah. Oh. They actually did <laughs> yeah. that. They didn't even put, like, extensions on her. They just, like, took off the mascara yeah. and they let her go lashless on yeah. camera. I liked that a lot. Yeah. I was worried they were going to overdo like the Barbie movement acting, like mm. basically doing the robot oh, the whole yeah. time. And yeah. I'm so glad they didn't, but she put it in in really specific points that were incredible. Yeah. The feet. And then whenever Barbie gives up, and she sits yeah. on the grass and oh, she yeah. starts to lean over and she like doesn't move and their head like pops down. And <laughs> yeah. then even better, she goes to like roll on her stomach and she like pops out and like rolls <laughs> down. And it's like one of the only times you really like are like, oh my gosh, she's like moving like she's a, a Barbie. Barbie. Yeah. So she great, put it in great moments. Such yeah. a great physical comedy from Margot Robbie yeah. too. And yeah. Kate McKinnon. Oh my gosh. Oh, the slits. Yeah. That was <laughs> so funny. So I was like, I watched this TikTok. This, they were talking about how they were doing like screen testing and the studio wanted to screen test the paddle hands like mm. Barbies usually have. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it didn't work. It obviously didn't make us all the way through because it was just like unpractical. But it was just so funny that they were putting that kind of effort in there to see what paddle hands would look like if they yeah. kept the Barbies in their mm-hmm. little Barbie hands. It was just really cute. Yeah. But the feet was great. Like, I yeah. have flat feet. Like, yeah. me too, but we don't see me crying about it. <laughs> <laughs> and same with the dancing scenes. There's yeah. one in the beginning that's choreographed with all the, with everybody. All the and then the, the guys at the end, I think it was choreographed with, like, so much thought behind it. Mm-hmm. Where it was, like, Barbie movements, but it wasn't, like, the robot. Yeah. And it, it worked really, really well. Oh, I loved, this is kind of off but I loved the diversity in the cast. Mm-hmm. Like, even the moment in that dance scene where they had the girl in the wheelchair, I was like, that's so cool! Yeah. Yeah. That's Barbie! I, yeah, I was like, that. that's just so awesome. Like, if, I don't know. I, it's so nice to see, like, everybody represented, and I thought that was really neat. Even I with body that. types. They had body yes. types represented, which I thought was really important, because they went on the criticism that the daughter was talking about. It's like, no one looks like a Barbie, so, like, no one wants to play with them. But there are Barbies that come in different shapes yeah. and sizes, so, like, I think I enjoyed that that was emphasized, because it just... Yeah, me too. Was that was great? Mm. Um, I saw I saw on TikTok <laughs> like this morning. I was like thinking of things to talk about, and um, somebody was mentioning how at the end, like Barbie apologizes to Ken and like mm-hmm. pumps him up and tells him it's okay and that he can be himself. And Ken never apologizes to Barbie for like taking <laughs> over all this stuff. And I know that that's like the very exaggerated thing, but that's a I don't know. I, I thought that that was a big point of like yeah. still. Because she does apologize to him. She's like, I could have been nicer to you. Because she yeah. really not does. Every night had to be girls' night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he wasn't like, sorry for taking over everything and yeah. putting horses all everywhere. And <laughs> the Mojo Dojo Casa, Casa House. house. <laughs> it's so funny. Well, she's never going to believe it. Ken's Mojo Dojo Casa Houses are flying off the shelves. <laughs> that was a funny like cutscene to the real world where yeah. they, you see them shipping them out in trucks and you're like, oh. I think if the whole movie would have been in Barbie Land and they did cutscenes to the real world and it was great. affecting the real world, how it would have like... That connected it so much better without mm. spending so much time in the real world. That was yeah. like kind that was of definitely the weakest part of the movie. It really was. Even the like when she got to Venice Beach and she's roller skating and the guys are like catcalling her and the guy slapped her on the yeah. butt. Like that's too on the nose. Yeah, like, it was. It was very exaggerated. <sighs> Yeah. yeah, I think the like over exaggeration people, but like the over exaggeration yeah. worked amazing in Barbie Land, but then you but got into the, the real world and it really like, kind of threw you off. You were like, yeah, ah. because then Barbie was like the acting the most normal mm-hmm. out of everyone, and it just felt um, off. But yeah. I think um, another like little capitalism tidbit that was funny was when America Ferrera was talking about the uh, original Barbie. Is that what yeah. she called it? Ordinary Barbie, and Will Ferrell was like, oh, that sucks, and then the guy behind him was like. It's selling. It's going to make us money. And he's like, I love it. <laughs> I thought that was a funny piece. Was <laughs> it was funny they threw in there like, and then the guys can eventually get the power that the women have in the real world. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's a funny little job to throw in there. <laughs> yeah. So who was you guys' favorite performance if it wasn't Ryan Gosling? I think Kate McKinnon, honestly. I really she, loved yeah, Kate McKinnon. She was yeah. great. She, she killed great. it. Because she was also, had some like pivotal mo- like moments in there. She's like, do you want the Birkenstock? Or the heel, and she's like, "No, I don't want to remember anything." And she's like, "No, I'm not giving you a choice. Like, you have to face this." I'm giving this. you the illusion of choice. <laughs> right, right. I think it was that. Um, President Barbie kind of killed it. She I liked Easter eggs. She stood out her. in every scene she was Easter in. Easter egg killed. <laughs> so 
I saw this Twitter post about, I guess it was John Cena. I couldn't remember yesterday who it was. But he was he the one with the blonde wig yes. and the mermaid? Mm-hmm. I talked, I saw a Twitter post about like how her pink wig was like, it looked cheap. And then his was like, like so good. So and they were like, what did Dua Lipa do to make them mad? Like, why is her wig so much worse than John Cena? I think it's because if you look at the actual Barbie, the wig looks terrible. And like the mermaid Barbie. That's true. And so they're just like being true to character. But his was just so seamless. I know. I was like, wow. There were so many great little, like, pointers to people. Like, people who love Barbie would have loved this film. There was, like, all the discontinued Barbies. The sugar daddy Barbie. The dog that Kate McKinnon had. I had that dog. And I was like, oh my gosh, I had that dog. And it uh, it got recalled because all the poop. Yeah. Things were like really bad for you. I don't know what material they used for it, but it got recalled. Um, we didn't return it. I kept the dog. Yeah. But it was just funny. I was like, oh my gosh, I had that. And I was like able to have those moments. It's like, I understand the reference. When he's uh, throwing her clothes off the balcony. And, yeah. like, and it stops so and it's like stop motion. And it like, it's it just, tells you yeah. what outfit it is. It just felt like Barbie. It did. <laughs> it reminded me of Toy Story. Um, when Barbie and Ken, and she has them like, do you know which one I'm talking about? Where she has the them third tied Toy up. Story? Yeah, they're in the daycare and she has them tied up. And she's like, oh, yeah. like pulling out all his outfits. She's like. Are you gonna tell me where he is? And he's like, no. And she's like ripping apart his outfit. Yes. Like, not the whatever he's. Like. <laughs> and she's like going through. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really funny. Is this so? Just the best on-screen Barbie and Ken since Toy Story three? I think so, cause that Barbie was really good. <laughs> it was a good Barbie. <laughs> I feel like, as much as I did love Ryan Gosling's performance, very silly, but it was very broad. I think Margot Robbie got to give an actually amazing acting performance in this movie. Yeah, I agree. like she got to bring so much depth and nuance mm-hmm. to you know a plastic doll yeah. mm-hmm. margot robbie is just absurdly talented anyway mm-hmm. and i think that i hope that she is gonna be campaigned during the oscar season because i think that this was an oscar worthy performance for oh, her. Yeah. like as really the only performance in the movie that got to bring that kind of depth and character mm-hmm. like she just she just killed it yeah mm-hmm. and i did like michael Sarah a lot Michael oh, yeah. deserves it. <laughs> and Issa as president of Barbie was great. Yes. I don't think I really understood. So Alan was just like a discount. Like, why was Alan not Ken? Alan's a discount. Alan is a Barbie that they made. And his whole, like, the Fame. marketing for the literal Alan doll is like, like he fits Ken's clothes. Like, he's a nice he's Ken's Ken's buddy. friend. Yeah. And it's just like this weird, just like one-off thing that they did. It's like Midge, like the pregnant Barbie yeah, that they like yeah. just discontinued that one. It was same with Alan. That was also really funny. So funny. That was funny. And Midge is another director named Emerald Fennel. Was oh. another who she directed Promising Young Woman. Oh um, wow! Have okay. seen that? That's, I thought that was cool. It's like a fellow, you know, female director of Greta Gerwig's got a cameo in the movie. Yeah. Cool. That's cool. Um, oh, I think she's a very talented director. This is another little funny moment. I I liked it when they were walking like in the real world, or they were on their skates. And she was like, I really need some, like, women power right yes. now. And she's like, I'll go to this construction site over here, like, thinking it was going to be women, and it was just all men. Yeah. I thought that was funny. <laughs> like, the little, I understand there's an entendre, and it might be double. <laughs> a lot of the little dialogue bits like that, they were very, it was a very silly movie. Like, yeah. all the dialogue stuff like that was very silly. Mm-hmm. The serious moments of dialogue weren't, you're as strong, I agree, Morgan. Mm-hmm. But it was just, it's a great comedy movie. Mm-hmm. It was, like, genuinely laugh out loud funny with a lot of great comedic performances Mm -hmm. yeah i would watch it again too oh definitely me too all right so those are thoughts on barbie (laughs) our notes on barbie our notes on barbie yeah you could say you don't have to (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for listening thank you so much to mariana and ellie for joining and talking barbie um if you like this episode follow us rate us five stars 
listen to it again. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. We're at no notes underscore podcast. And we will see you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs> Cute.